Reading for Shattering Limits, the Ambassadors of the Galaxy uh, for client LD808. Now, before we, we begin your big three chart interpretation, I must once again address Saturn to, to impress upon your mind the compelling input Saturn has in our lives. Not only is Saturn the agent of complacency and rigidity, Saturn also compels our growth and expansion, a great force in our life's purpose. Saturn and Uranus, we have approached the pivotal intersection in your life's highway or your birth chart. <laughs> this is where you can begin to implement the direction of your fate. I certainly hope during the reading you have contemplated on where you've been stuck where you've restricted, restricted yourself or have felt restricted, your greatest difficulty, your greatest fear, what you've been avoiding, what keeps showing up even if you've, you've thought you've gotten over it, what, where, when, and how you feel constricted. Saturn represents duty and it is your duty to, to figure these things out. Although not feeling like an ally, Saturn is the greatest ally, offering the greatest of rewards when you seek to create yourself anew. So really dig into your Saturn interpretation in reading one in order to learn to work with Saturn and not have Saturn working you. One way to harmonize this aspect is for you to broaden your, your viewpoints with ways in which you implement solutions through interests concerning humanity, travel, philosophy, and mental studies. You will recognize when you've integrated Saturnian duties because you will become responsible, fully understanding that you are responsible for your life and all that it entails, no blaming, no victimization, no pity, you also become fully aware of your responsibility to others and to what degree. Grounded, no matter the situation and what presents, you have the full ability to move as needed and make decisions that benefit all involved. Disciplined, you are committed to the process, whatever that may entail. Thorough, not missing a beat. You make sure that when you're involved, each T is crossed and every I is dotted. Patient, you have implemented all elements necessary for you to trust the process. What's the rush when your aim is excellence? Saturn teaches us that we are the process. There is no one else who can get you to the mountaintop. Like the solo journey of the mountain goat Scaling the mountainside, it is aware of its journey. It takes on the responsibility, keeping grounded with every step, remaining disciplined to the process, thorough in its thinking and patient because it is aware that each step creates the path. Now we're going to move on to Uranus, okay? And this is where things begin to change. 
Now Uranus is retrograde in your chart and it is in the third house of Sagittarius. When you think uh, Uranus, you want to think the awakener and I liberate. So how you liberate yourself. Uranus signifies your unique individuality and the capacity to liberate yourself from past limitations of Saturn. Uranus sweeps away the old to bring in the new. As the planet of change, Uranus rules speeded up thought, lightning flash revelations, and brilliant insights, the aha and eureka moments. This planet is revolutionary and unorthodox, connected to the rebels, the, the eccentrics, the geniuses, and inventors. Although differing functions, Uranus and Saturn complement one another. When used together, change is made in meaningful ways. The Uranus and Sagittarius period, 1981 to 1988, in which you were born, birthed a generation of people who are free-spirited, adventurous, striving for spiritual progress, and intellectual growth. Were you the rebel? Did you question the teachings and beliefs of religion or of your religion or culture? Did you go against the grain of the cl those closest to you? If so, I hope life is beginning to make even more sense to you right now. Uranus in your chart is in the sign of Sagittarius in the third house. This indicates that you can best express your unique um your uniqueness and originality by spontaneously and freely changing your creativity. Uranus is, um, is retrograding your chart, therefore suggesting the internal spin of this placement that it intensifies how the energies are experienced. So recommending that you add extra consideration as to how Uranus works in your life's experience. The third house energies in Sagittarius presents strong mutable energy, which is suggestive of your need to adapt to making connections in your immediate environment through networking, learning, and exchanging information. In order to balance and harmonize this placement, you want to create value in connections locally, national, nationally, or even abroad. Uranus is liberating you from past limitations and you will break through these limitations by showing your unique individuality in what you choose to pursue. You are destined for the spotlight and, su and success, but it happens when you show up as your true and authentic self. All of the wonderful characteristics you know about yourself, show that to others beyond your immediate circle. Implement that within all you do and witness the beauty of the new life you've created. Let's discuss Uranus's aspects. Uranus is trying Venus, okay? This, is, this aspect gives an exciting sex appeal, attractiveness, and, un and a unique personality. You simply um, must be around people 
Thus, socializing is very important to you. The need for stimulation applies to your social life, but most importantly to your love life. Although you may want a long-term commitment, you also need to feel free and not smothered. It can bring some unexpected emotional experiences and surprises. It is possible that you can arise a shift in your emotional state that will happen very smoothly and naturally. Uranus um, opposition Mars. This aspect indicates your longing for freedom. You can be impulsive in creating conflicts or perhaps willing to take on, on, on a challenge if provoked. There's an electric sex appeal about you. For some, it's attractive and perhaps too much for the conservative types. You are being urged to mind impulsive actions and considering they can be harmful to yourself or others. Uranus sextile Jupiter. This is a harmonious aspect which offers you support um, and independence, which offers you support <laughs> and independence in opinions, business, thinking, and speech of your greatest creative expressions. Also suggested here is a sense of idealism in a positive way. You're reflective. Lastly, you desire to give others the impression that you're strong and powerful through extra exercising your rights. Now, Neptune. Neptune is retrograde in your fourth house of Capricorn. Reptune, Neptune represents the mystic and the um, phrase that goes along with Neptune and describes ne Neptune is I unify. Neptune symbolizes the capacity to transcend the finite self through experiencing unity with the greater whole. As the god of waters, this celestial body dissolves Saturn's limitations like a drop that unites with the ocean. Neptune allows you to lose yourself and merge with a greater whole. Representing the higher octave of Venus, Neptune expands personal love expressions and blends with the cosmos. As the space in between material and spiritual, therein lies a nebulousness. Neptune gives to things, kind of a confusion or fogginess. Yet, its dynamic functionality is depicting where and how you seek to express your highest ideals in order to introduce more love, compassion, and beauty to the world. The Neptune and Capricorn generation, 1984 to 2000, introduced the dissolving and refinement of existing structures of government and the potential of unity that can develop because of it. This generation was able to see the intrinsic truth that all people are connected. Therefore, refi refining the way in which we connect beyond the finite self. Planet Neptune in your chart is in the sign of Capricorn, therefore indicating that you formulate your dreams and ideals best through applying them 
in a concrete manner. Basically, you are needing to create and build a foundation for your dreams and ideals. Neptune is retrograde in your chart. They're suggesting the internal spin of this placement intensifies how the energies are experienced. So, recommending that you add extra consideration as to how Neptune works in your life's experience. The fourth house is holding the space in your chart, which relates to your family life, home, roots, and ancestry. This placement suggests that your childhood memories may not be extremely clear for you. Perhaps there are things you hold in your subconscious. You know, also suggested here is that you may see your parents through rose-colored glasses, but clarity of this arises in your adult years. Suggested here are strong connections with foundations of personal security with home life and mother. This placement suggests a parent who was either absent or you felt as though they were. Was this feeling sourced from emotional neglect, emotional neglect, substance abuse, or religious beliefs? If you were in conversation, I would inquire about your experience and and relationship with your parents. So clearly there was something going on and perhaps affecting you and your present home, uh, family life and relationships. So think about if there is something in your life um, in early childhood that maybe uh, suppressed or maybe you're looking at it from in rose-colored glasses in a way that was positive and maybe you're want to think of it something as positive but it really wasn't or maybe something that wasn't positive that was positive and you're looking at it negatively like there there was there it suggests that there was something there however if this is not your experience i don't want you to go make anything up <laughs> so but that's just what the placement suggests um this placement may develop in you to be a loner or withdrawn due to the emotional insecurity that set in from early childhood. If this insecurity is unclear for you, you must dig deep in order to learn what it may be and use this as a healing elixir to inspire others. In doing so, you will begin to create a new foundational structure the concrete mat, um, in a concrete manner of emotions necessary to build a home of happiness. Keep in, in a private inner world of happiness as well because that's what the fourth house represents, your private self, okay? Keep in mind, home is where your heart is. Home is you. When you begin to give yourself, um, when you begin to give to yourself, Knowing the world experienced is a projection of you, of self. Then you will, you will begin to live anew in a world you created from within. So it's very important for you to have a nurturing sense 
within yourself and you to nurture yourself that is then extended in a great way to others and you have something to give you know the um the saying you can't give from an empty cup you know um that's basically what this is um stating the great thing about your neptune is that you have only one aspect one planetary aspect <laughs> to your neptune this is fantastic and it happens to be good old pluto and it's sextile and this aspect suggests you're having a pioneering spirit, the ability to deconstruct and transform most anything, system, belief, or procedure. You are inspired by truth and human potential, a natural peacemaker. Own the part of you that is drawn to making great change in your life or even the world because the space is available for you. That is a fantastic aspect. So I'm really happy for you there because Pluto is a tough planet and to have a positive aspect to Pluto is, and your only one, that's very, very good. We're, um, we're moving on to Pluto. Okay, the last of the big three. And Pluto, retrograde, in your second house of Taurus, Pluto is known as the transformer. And its statement or phrase that goes along with Pluto is, I renew. Pluto symbolizes the capacity for self-transformation and self-renewal. To better understand the workings of Pluto, imagine the process of metamorphosis of the caterpillar to the butterfly, the death and resurrection of Christ, or the alchemical process of lead into gold. Uh, let's see. In spiritual teachings, this process is referred to as the dark night of the soul in which life-changing events happen. This, um, these transformations can manifest physically, psychologically, and even through the loss of material things in the process. Or Plutarian transformations can include all of them. You can get sick, you can kind of go crazy, and you can like lose everything. Like it's real, it can be really serious. So whatever the case may be, you are forever changed, never to be the same. Pluto penetrates nature's innermost secrets, uncovering her creative and destructive forces. Consequently, when used constructively, this death and rebirth is healing, which can be used to heal others. Pluto indicates where and how you may undergo this transformative experience. When this transformation occurs, expect a dawning of a glorious rebirth and newness of life. Now, the Pluto and Scorpio generation from 1983 to 1995 um, is from 1983 to 1995, and it's the millennials. This generation relates to each other's experience of divorced parents, abandonment traumas, sudden transformations, 
and or physical roller coasters endured as a child, which lingers throughout life. Many are highly sexual in this generation, sexual, sexually curious, and sexual explorers. This generation struggles with power and control. Perhaps having such interest in the occult or black magic even. This generation understands that the world isn't always a happy place and are here to help us transform through deep healing. Pluto in your chart is in the sign of Scorpio, showing how you undergo transformation and renewal through the need for deep involvements and intense transformations as it relates to your cultivating self-reliance self and the enjoyment of your values through working with the natural world, natural, materialistic, or mundane world, all worldly possessions. So you're learning to enjoy life and enjoy and value those things, but in a new way. So let's dig in. Pluto is retrograde in your chart, therefore suggesting the internal spin of this placement intensifies the energies that are experienced. So recommending that you add extra consideration as to how Pluto works in your life's experience. The element of Pluto in your chart is water, therefore suggesting how you transform yourself and others is through emotions and feelings. What's interesting about this placement is that the second house is in the natural house of Taurus, which is the sign opposite of Scorpio, ruled by Pluto. So it's kind of like flipped and reversed. <laughs> so the second house is about your own money and possessions, while Pluto in the eighth house are connected with other people's assets. This placement is an indication of wealth that happens after you have fulfilled the transformation Pluto has presented for you. Where Pluto is placed shows where you seek power, but where you undergo deep transformations as well. This is the area where you have most likely experienced trauma or a life-changing event. You want to learn how to use Pluto's energies effectively so that you can end the upheaval it offers in order to transform and become anew. You can try to resist Pluto's transformation, but you will never win. Pluto always wins. There are several different ways Pluto can manifest in the second house of Taurus, so we're gonna discuss them. Firstly indicated, here is a strong desire for possessions and financial success. An obsession with what you desire can be a thing for you. What you want, you want really bad. <laughs> Therefore, you can come up with great plans to achieve your goals. You're especially good at achieving financial goals. Next, we'll discuss the control aspect related to Pluto. You may have a strong urge to, con to control money and finances as well as controlling others through money and finances. So be very careful with that if that's an urge 
urge of yours because with Pluto, it can backfire on you. Third, in considering the idea of control, you may tend to consider people yours and treat them as a possession, which can be an issue in relationships. Pluto in your second house also suggests a desire to control the finances and perhaps you're being secretive about money, okay? There may be clashes about mine, Taurus, and yours, Scorpio Pluto, in this placement. Perhaps you have a fear of letting go of material things and people, or maybe you're over-materialistic, um, unable to see there is more to life than possessions. Are you an overspender? Maybe holding on to things even if they no longer serve you is a thing could be a thing for you also. Whatever the case may be, Pluto is assured to shake it up for you. Is your sense of security and confidence sourced in material things or financial security? Pluto will take everything away from you. You know, if any of these things are a thing for you, Pluto is transforming your emotions and renewing your feelings about material things and finances and the way in which you value the whole of life. You are to renew yourself by creating a new value system, how and what you put value to. For example, the car you desire most. Seek within yourself as to why you desire it. Is it for egotistical reasons, such as how others will view you while you're in it or because you have it? or um, because it will make you feel secure or good about yourself to have that, that, that actual vehicle. Um, being a tourist, more than likely it will be an expensive vehicle. And I'm um, being in, in tourist, I'm a tourist and I have the same placement. So this was, I relate to this whole thing, Pluto in the second house. And um, I never talk about my personal chart, but this really hit me. And I've gone through several losses and gains, loss and gain, loss and gains, and this hit home, so I get it. And so it are these material things making you feel secure? You want to question that. What you want to lean toward is, or is the shape, color, quality of the car? Does it make, is that what you love? Just the thing itself and no other reason outside of yourself to justify why you like it? Um, does the vehicle, does the car or vehicle make sense for your lifestyle? Does it serve a purpose greater than yourself? Like, does it give you room to, you know, the room to pick people up? Like, is it good on emissions? Does it have a great resale value? Are these the types of things that inspire your desire, non-superficial? That's how you want to look at, learn to look at um, material things if loss of them has been a thing for you. It, it has been for me. But it, that's in everything, relationships. You know, you really want to learn how to dig deep and... And there's really learning how to dig deep in your intention of what it is that you desire. Because um, Pluto 
is the higher octave of Mars. And Mars is about desire, you know? And so you want to dig deep on your desires and learn are the, is your desire just altruistic? There's no, I want this because it will do this in my life. You know, it's like, I want this because it makes sense. So it's just kind of formulating a new value system. The ultimate use of this Pluto placement is creating harmony of this placement through sharing with or helping others to attain or achieve what you have come to learn and how you have come to grow. Let's discuss Pluto aspects and the fantastic... Um, placement here is that there is only one aspect to Pluto. Fantastic. And the aspect is um, Pluto sextile Neptune. I just read this one. This aspect su suggests you're having a pioneering spirit, the ability to de deconstruct and transform most anything, system, belief, or procedure. You are inspired by truth and human potential, a natural peacemaker. Own the part of you that is drawn to making great change in your life or even the world because the space is available for you to do so. Fantastic. Now we're going to discuss the cycles and integration. And this is the final stage of your reading. And I commend you for hanging in there this far and loving yourself enough to get to this point of self-discovery. You should be very proud of yourself also. Having a new awareness of who you have been, who you are, and who you aspire to become, I hope sparks the inspiration for the greater purpose and meaning of your life and existence. You now have the basic tools necessary in achieving your life's purpose, which is the ultimate purpose of life. In this final stage of your reading, you will have a look at your current life cycle and your personal year. The personal year you're moving away from and what you are preparing to move into. Each cycle aids in providing a sense of clarity to present life to, to present life circumstances. So let's begin. At 36 years old, you're actively in the cycle of spiritual abundance. This cycle is powered by the sun and continues roughly till the age of um, age of 40, uh, 42, I'm sorry. Most likely you are seeking purpose and fulfillment. And this cycle, uh, when the laws of abundance begin to flow, this cycle moves you into, uh, this is, I'm sorry, this cycle is where the law of abundance begins to flow. So today, you want to ask yourself, have you been able to create the life you want? If so, continue to build momentum of what you have been doing and seek to learn Gain uh, learn and gain clarity of what your ideal life looks like. So if you're already at a place where you want to be in life, um, add to and build 
build on that. But if not, itemize what in your life is working. Build on that. And what is not working out so well for you. The most ideal way to begin the process of creating the life you want is by creating a new foundation of values, core values. Ask yourself, what do I value most? You can easily search core values um, on the internet, and there are many instructions um, and how to many instructions and many to choose from. Um, consciously. Uh, creating core values provide you with the foundation of what is important to you as you are now. So along the way, this list can be adjusted as needed. You will begin to see the evidence of your new foundation in your life experiences after putting energy into it. Personally, I have audio recordings of core value lists and I, I've recorded myself and I listen to them regularly, especially while I drive. It calms me down. I record my core values and mantras and I tell myself um, these wonderful things and there are things that sometimes are uncomfortable for me to be, begin to even say first, but over time they become more comfortable for me to speak the words. And next thing you know, little evidences um, start showing up in your life that it is working or that you are becoming that. There are many ways to get, so get creative. It's a lot of fun creating a new self. So good luck on that. Um, you are leaving a personal year cycle. So the personal year cycles end um, and begin around harvest season um, in October. And you're entering into cycle seven. So cycle six is personal responsibility. And cycle seven is contemplation and reflection. So this suggests a focus on personal responsibility that it was an overall theme of 2021, like family, home focused. Um, perhaps you may have had domestic dramas because they, in this cycle of life, things begin to change, you know, because you're preparing for the next cycle. So what is not really true to working for you as you move into another cycle, things will begin to fall apart. And this is how life works over and over again, the cycles. Um, you might be seeking balance in career opportunities and ideals. Like you're looking at life in this cycle at six and it's like a foundational type of cycle. And this has been a time of reviewing and making edits of your personal foundations. So that's probably what you've been experiencing. And the transition of a new cycle, it, we're in it and begins in October, harvest season. And you're going to begin to plant new seeds and ideas in preparation of the new cycle of life when you become 37 and 37, if you add the three and the seven, that becomes a one. So 
which indicates you will be contemplating and reflecting. This is a quiet cycle with tons of spiritual awarenesses. You will find that you desire time alone because three plus seven, 37 is a one. Perhaps become acquainted with the new person that is emerging. Whatever the case, you will be using this cycle for maximum internal growth. If you're not desiring an intimate relationship at this time, it's quite fitting because consider yourself in this coming cycle, the chrysalis ready to become the butterfly. So you're the one, okay? You're becoming the one and you're becoming very clear on, on you, okay? And that's what this time is for. And if you, you're probably just not going to be inspired to reach out you may be open, you know, for relationships, but you may not be inspired to pursue. So if, if that's something that is what you're feeling, completely normal. Now, this completes your One Soul Collective Astrological Readings. And now you are armed with new awarenesses of how you operate in the world that you create. I really hope this aids you in surpassing every hope and dream. Your life as grand as possible. I hope this helps you see how wonderful and unlimited you are in your potential because you were just made that way. It was an honor, it has been an honor and pleasure to journey with you. Much love and thank you.